I mean, if uh, you prefer, I can make the link disposable so we can do this dance every time if you want. No, it. hell no. Okay. What are you talking about? Make it harder. No, I, I'm no. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. I, uh, no. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. I'm sorry. It it's my brain is like fried. Okay. Deep um, fried double wide brain. Is that what we got going on this evening? Oh man, it's a whole lot. It's it's so much right now. I just had my first week at my new job. It started earlier um than I was thinking. They they I asked to start, you know, either this upcoming week for the short week or the week after that, if they preferred, and they asked me to be a part of a class. Okay. So I, ha- I had to immediately, like I signed the papers. Holy shit. It was like Tuesday, maybe. I found out by accident. I wasn't supposed to find out from the HR person. I found out from my boss. Which is fine because, and they kept apologizing because she was like, we're so glad you, you've joined openly. And I'm like, do what? <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to have to, and, and completely just lost any kind of chill hmm. uh, immediately. Like, it was, it was, I was already over there at the grocery store going, I need steaks. And, hey, look, here's a $55 bottle of wine. I've never had real champagne from France. Let's do this, bad boy. We're, we're eating fancy tonight, y'all. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it is for us. I mean, you know, down here, nice big steaks, cooked them in the, the, the iron skillet. I mean, they looked beautiful. Holy cow, they were so good. I mean, it, it was full on beef and and a veggie and then a baked potato with even chives i put chives on it and bacon bits and it was a full-on thing okay all right i got at least one title out of that full-on beef (laughs) beef. (laughs) so what's going on tonight is about midweek on the 19th my boss gave me this um it's called the institutes and uh, it was an essential course for learning what I'll be doing, and I thought it was like a big old hard exam. Like, this is a place that gives three-hour exams, and you just, you know, I, di- I didn't know what to prepare for. So, here I am thinking, Jesus Christ, I've been out of work for a year, and I am, I am, I need to go and, and sharpen these tools again. Yep. Because uh, I'm, especially now, I'm feeling like a super boomer. Um, Gonna have to refill your cram box, am I right? Right. Oh man. And well, I, I mean, I don't do cramming. That is the whole thing. So what I ended up doing, <laughs> there were five parts to it, and you had videos to watch, and it was supposed to take. <laughs> this is so stupid of me. <laughs> I can't. You're supposed to take three to four hours with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and me thinking this was going to be so hard of an exam, I'm like, no, I've got to take notes, you know, just to get me back in the in the frame of reference because I took a couple of quizzes and they were asking very specific things, but changing, you know, the words how how tests do. It's right. it's been a it's been a hot minute since I've been in college too, and and those are definitely skills that you you use and you get accustomed to, and when they're not there, you you start sort of losing your shit um so i wrote out <laughs> 27 pages of notes 
<laughs> well, that's it. Only 27. Jesus Christ. I am such an idiot. <laughs> and I'm like losing my mind about this thing. And my, my boss is like, okay, well, you know, do you think you'll be done by Friday? I'm like, yeah, I'll totally be done by Friday. Well, Saturday was my son's birthday. So I got some of it done, but not as much as I wanted to. You're talking about the Saturday before? No, this Saturday. No, yesterday. Like you said, done by Friday. So, like, what's the. What's, yeah. You yeah said, okay. It was this past Friday I was supposed to be done. Okay. And this past Saturday was my son's birthday. Gotcha. Okay. And I had said that I was going to be done with this test by Friday, and I, I did. I was not. And so I'm sitting here madly today trying to get these last things done before I take the exam. The exam was 30 questions, and it was questions that were already a part of the previous quizzes that I'd taken. Like, mm -hmm. the, the questions were exactly the same. It threw me off because when I started trying to read about it, on the fact, they said, will the questions from the quizzes be on the test, be on the exam? And the company said, no, it's not going to be exact. It's going to test your knowledge of these things. And... That was apparently I was taking some sort of different kind of essentials. It was something real basic, and I didn't realize it at the time. So I just finished taking this test, and I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm all prepared. I've got my notes. I've typed up notes. I didn't completely type them up. I had flashcards. I had a glossary and my previous quizzes open just in case they could have possibly helped. And uh, <laughs> the quizzes did help because the questions were exactly the same. So, and I, I made a 93. What was the passing score? Which, congratulations, by the way, 93. Hey, they, well, I mean, I impressive. think it was seven. It's, it's not really. That's, that's the whole point. I thought it was impressive. It's, it's not. <laughs> oh. Uh, passing was like a 70. Okay. And, um, you know, my boss had told me, well, everybody else had taken this and, it really wasn't that hard of a thing. And I'm over here looking at Henry going, this is real exact. I don't know how this thing is going to turn out. <laughs> so it, it's, I'm giddy right now. I'm on my second glass of wine in celebration. Right. Okay. And, and I'm being fancy right now and I'm eating brie. Ooh, holy I, shit. You are fancy tonight. I mean to tell you, it's a whole it's a whole thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. All right. And I, I almost forgot that we were going to do the podcast because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go sit out my ass in the, in the recliner and watch some TV and, and decompress from this shit. And then I remembered, hey, wait a minute. It's like an hour before the podcast. Mm -hmm. All right. That's, that's fine. We can do this. It's I, all right. I'm feeling, I, I'm feeling real good. I, uh, I had almost forgotten until you messaged me and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's 8. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's 830. <laughs> Nine o'clock is soon. Today's Sunday, isn't it? Damn, uh -huh. I'm losing track of my days. I tell you, I'm. No, it is. It is definitely happening. I actually posted in a, an event, uh, like, please, could we stop? We've got a radio station down here that that likes to get a jump on the Christmas music. Mm. Mm. And I, I, I don't know exactly. It used to be where it was just Thanksgiving week. They'd start. Yeah. They started a week early this time. And my kids now, my daughter in particular, likes to listen to the radio. She quotes John Tesh incessantly. She's like the world's tiniest adult. I don't know what to do with more. We call them little people, Beth. Come on. <laughs> She's the world's. 
I don't, I don't know. She's like the the youngest old person I've ever met in my life. Uh, <laughs> so she's constantly telling me, like, you know, oatmeal will help you sleep better, Mom. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what? Why are you? T-? And it's the most random stuff. She does this. It's you'll be just minding your own business, and she comes out of left field with the most random shit you've ever heard in your life, and you're just like, where did this? I'm so confused right now. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? Why am I not picking up what you're laying down here? And why is it just the most random? Like, I mean, she likes to bust out. Like the other day, we were sitting there talking about COVID and and how, you know, my dad is uh, particularly in a high um, kind of, he, he could, if he caught it, he'd die, mm-hmm. essentially. And Katie just, she's listening to my mother and I talk and she busts out with, you know, women live longer than men. Hey, and I'm like, that's true. It is true, but that's really, I mean, that's maybe so in her mind. Well. <laughs> <laughs> right? She was like celebrating. She was like, you know what? I'm so glad I'm a, I'm a girl because we live longer than men. And I'm like, damn, child. Okay. <laughs> All right. You can see. Oof. She's oof. getting to She's adulthood. Gonna be that's going to be a little spicy right there. Oh man, it's going to be so much. I Jesus Christ. If I thought that the person I used to say that the guy who married me would qualify for sainthood. I don't know if there's a level above that for Katie. God <laughs> love her. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm hoping maybe she learns to tone that that shit down a little bit. I don't know though. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, we we are here. It is the burgeoning week of Thanksgiving. I'm prepared. There's a there's a lot there's a lot going on right now. I think in our respective worlds, like you've heard you've heard my news. Yes, obviously I I wasn't going to mention it. We haven't discussed it on the the amazingly popular podcast. I'm sure, Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, my wife is pregnant, and we are expecting our first human child soon. Human child. Well, if you do anything, it's going to be like V, isn't it? If, it, if it's a lizard person, I got nothing for you. <laughs> That's how you know that we've truly reached the end of civilization is when the humans just stop appearing, right? And we're done. We're we're evolved now. It's a we, higher form. If we're mutants, holy God. We had I our can't. chance. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> our lizard That's, brains are taken over completely. That's completely. Yes, exactly. There, It's mutants time and... You know, I, I, what is it? I, I welcome our new overlords, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you have two options there, right? You can either fight and probably lose, or you can accept it and hope that they will curry favor with you. And, or you will curry favor with them. Actually, look, I'm, I'm, I would want to fight, but I'm a fat chick in the South and it just don't happen. So I can't run or nothing. I mean, if there was going to be the zombie apocalypse, forget it. We might as well just stand still because we're going to be eating. (laughs) (laughs) I've already decided I can't save my kids. My kids can't be quiet. There's no guy. If you go by Walking Dead, and I've actually thought heavily about this. I don't know why. But if we were in the Walking Dead world, there's no way on God's green earth we would be one of the survivors. Because my kids can't keep their goddamn mouths shut. Yeah. My my son, he gets hit and he screams so loud. It is, I mean, I'm sure that pe- the neighbors are, are calling 911 going, there's somebody murdering a child in the next, you know, 
uh, next door. Mm-hmm. That's how loud that boy screams. So you know, I mean, this just got real dark real quick, but you know that he would he would not make it past the first season, as we no. say. Right? Oh, none he of us would, would. He would be... No. Yep. He would be the one that gets the, the extra that gets consumed in oh, like yeah, a one right random off. episode somewhere like, because it like meets... those bad boys would be they'd be chewing on his head and I'd be like, Look, babe, I love you, bless your punkin' head. I I don't know whether I'm gonna go down with you or I need to try and save the other one. But the other one's just as noisy as you are, so <laughs> <laughs> This is this is how it be right now. This is how it be. It I'm and I'm firm you know, I, I've like I said, I've thought about it and I'm kinda just like I don't know exactly what I would do. Would I let them, because it feels really cold, like I'm not being a mother, if I let them go. But if I, if I save myself, I, I just don't know. Fight the good fight. But it's not like I can run or anything. It's not like they run either. I'm pretty sure I can manage more than a shamble. But <laughs> I mean, look at it this way. If, if you, you put out that extra effort to try and save them or protect them. I'd get eat. Everybody gets eaten. Yeah. Right. Whereas if you you start doing the math here, maybe some of you get eaten, but the rest of you survive. Like you have to, you have to start doing the algebra, the the human algebra here. You know, sometimes it's, sometimes math has, math is hard. You know, you posted on the silly channel that last mem, which was when you see something funny on the newsfeed, but you can't share it because it'll expose your dark side. Yeah. This is here right now. This is this is the dark side, <laughs> <laughs> which is why the 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 little emotes that I put was yes, and then also Mr. Burns going excellent mm-hmm. because it's it could go either way with me. I could just kind of go, you know what? I love you, babies. I, you know, we'll we'll find you later as you're you're shambling around. But I, I mean, like Carol, that character with her daughter mm, when they Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I I might be a Carol. I don't know. So no. this is super. God help me. I don't now, even granted, know. I've only I only I've only watched through maybe season five ish. Like some of the most of the activity at the prison. Like I haven't gotten past what happens after the prison. So don't okay. Don't spoil that for me. I have hard. I'm to, I can't. Not I can't to. really get back into it because it's. I've been gone so long. Yes. That I feel like I'd have to rewatch a lot of it, and I don't have that kind of time. I mean, I do uh, because we're in quarantine, or we're supposed yeah. to be, or this is a pandemic or something. So in theory, I should have a lot of time. Right. But. No. I still don't have enough time, if you know what I mean. No. <laughs> I am learning that this week. I I have been, like, it's solid meetings. Most of the company that I'm with, they have a lot of folks on the the West Coast. Mm-hmm. and The you know, West Coast. Well, I'm happy with it. I want to move out there, and I'm not sure they'll be so glad about that. But I will start off. Uh, I will be starting off Eastern, which mm-hmm. is fine by me. You know, I I used to wake up at five thirty a.m. to get into to to travel to drive. Yeah, about twenty minutes uh, to my previous location, and I'm I'm fine with seven o'clock. All I have to do really is just get something nicer on, and then walk over to the computer and maybe fix a cup of coffee and that's it. And I, I don't, Holy cow. There's so many. Oh my God. I am having such a moment. I can't handle it. I don't know how to cope. I'm over here. Like my boss is, I mentioned just once to her that I might need a desk and she is so, she cares. I've, I've learned this about her already. 
she wants to make her folks happy. Yeah. And I am not used to that. Like what you got down here is what you got. And working at the place that I worked at one point, it's near a slaughterhouse. And in the summer, it gets very hot and, and smells happen. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was one point where a smell was it wasn't going away. It didn't matter how much we sprayed or anything. So maintenance solution was to hang urinal cakes from the ceiling. Mm. That, and I'm mm. hand hand to God, like the crystallized ones. Mm. And and I had a cup that I like to drink water out of. I'm mostly a water drinker. And you know, people would see me walking down the hall around the urinal cakes and it looked like I was drunk and weaving. Swear to God I wasn't. But people would be asking me, Why are you doing that? And then I po- all I had to do was point at my cup my open wide mouth cup and then point at the ceiling because I was afraid that crystals would be dropping off. And that's not something you won't be drinking. Like I'm, I brush my teeth. Thank you. I don't need that minty fresh. <laughs> so next I know everybody's doing it and we all then look like we're drunks. So I didn't feel so bad, but that that's the sort of place I came from. I saw a rat there once people have seen snakes once the building is like was like a hundred years old, almost. Um, you just don't have these things down here. When I've I've talked about it before in the area that I live in, there's like it's called the Tri County area, and you have people that will drive literally two hours, some of them, mm-hmm. to get to the job site to work. Yep. Just because of of how spread out everything is. So I'm not used to anybody asking me how I'm doing, checking in with me, telling me I'm doing a great job. Like, I just didn't get that. Um, people telling me to be gentle with myself. Because down here, those are, it, it sounds really kind of ignorant, but they're buzzwords. They're, they're things people say when they don't really mean it. Um, people would get fired for, for ticking off the wrong person. And, and, you know, there was always some sort of thing invented on HR, but everybody really knew why they got fired. And so it's, I can't cope with it. There's a whole lot of meetings. Like I, I never went to meetings. Um, I had maybe one that I would go to and then they stopped letting us go to that because management was discussing things that apparently they, they didn't feel that we needed to be a part of. Uh, we got taken from salary down to hourly, and we lost a lot of benefits from that. Um, I mean, it was it, I, my first write-up. I got written up. I've never been written up in my life. Like, I'm a rule follower. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I am such a rule follower. Like, you tell me what to do, and I've got to do it. I got written up the very first time. My boss's name was Donna, and uh, when I, she was actually the one that I replaced as technical service. Mm-hmm. And when I replaced her, I had a sales rep that called and not being her, they were used to her level of service. My level of service was just as high. It's just that I did it different. I mean, she's the one that trained me. So I knew, I knew that it was pretty similar. I got written up for not being Donna. Mm. Okay. It was a joke. I made a joke out of it. I said, I was Donna light. I was just one. Ca- I was diet Donna, just one mm-hmm. calorie, not Donna enough. Mm hmm. So th- this whole experience this week, the meetings, everything, the the care, the compliments, the 
concern about my being okay is literally making my brain explode. I'm like, I'm like over here, like Kristen Bell talking about slaws. I'm, I'm, you know, she talked about it on the Ellen show. She said, you know, people are usually a one to 10 and she's usually about maybe a four, but you get sloth involved and she's instantly like a nine, 10, 11. Mm -hmm. That's me right now. I'm a nine, 10, 11. I'm constantly like, I'm just for the most craziest things, just crying. So I, I, I don't know how to handle it. I, I love it. I'm so happy that I can't even, I'm, I'm just so happy. I'm, I'm literally, I'm lit like a Christmas tree from inside. Good. And not, not in the drunk way. <laughs> yeah, soon. But not oh yet. man, I'm working on it right now. So, but yes, yeah, Thanksgiving <laughs> is, is turning into, I, I've had a real, everybody has had a real tough 2020. And this week, Happily for me, at least it's not as shitty as it has been <laughs> That's for the previous months. Yeah. Um, so we can talk about a couple of things here. I gave you two, two choices here. Oh you boy. tell me which one you want to talk about, and okay. it's going to be happier hopefully from here on out. Okay. All right. Well, I'm thinking, I mean, I'm thinking we, we lean into this Thanksgiving theme because, you know, Thanksgiving is just a handful of days for now. And admittedly, it's different this year i um i yeah. told my wife i kind of was like i don't i don't want to be the one to say let's not do thanksgiving but man i would be relieved if the government told me i couldn't do thanksgiving like it's this year is i don't know like so we're we're still you can shame me if you want i'm fine with no. this uh we're still we're still do, doing a thanksgiving Mm-hmm. In, a, in a very limited capacity in that it's myself, my wife, and my wife's sister visiting their parents, and it just will be us, like, as a little semi-quarantined group, right? Right. We're not going out and doing Black Friday shopping as much as I would love to. Like, I yep. every every year I do because they live in Oregon, and boof, boy, saving all that money on that sales tax really adds really? up. Oh, yeah. It's a ritual Ooh. for me. And Oh, God. I love it. Well, last year, last year I bought a new MacBook on nice. uh, one of the Black Friday sales and, you know, saved $300 just from the sales tax. Like, you, you get addicted to that kind of stuff. So oh, it, I can see it. It becomes a thing that I do. But this year, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a, I'm trying to be a good boy and not spread the COVIDs. But we're still, <laughs> we're waiting for, uh, we went to, a, a, do you have Walgreens? In Alabama? Oh, yeah. We yeah. have some Walgreens. So some of the Walgreens in our area were doing uh, drive through COVID tests through the pharmacy drive through Yeah. And uh, what they would have you do is they would give you the swab and the vial through the little little door pushy thingy, door pushy thingy title, um, uh-huh. and yeah, like observe you administer it to yourself. Yeah. Which was fun because, you know... Have you ever heard the, the 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 thing, the urban legend maybe that says you can't bite your own finger off because your brain won't let you or something of that sort? Like it's just physically no, but, impossible, right? No, I mean, yes. I I don't know. That that's an urban legend. I don't. I don't know either. I haven't. Like, how do you experiment with that? How do you test I, prove right? that? Right. <laughs> so I'm just. I I. Well, we'll we'll say it is both true and untrue. It is it is Schrodinger's story. Um, trying to shove that up your nose on your own oh god is oh god. feels very similar to me like and this is the this is the second time we've done it we had one like a courier service drop one off for um some hospitals like 
study or something like that. Same okay. same type of test where you, you stick it up your nose and wiggle it around and ship it off, right? Oh, my God. But the guy was like – so the – back up a little bit. The, the, the swab, it's not like one of those like really long like – like cotton on a rod type things you get in a doctor's office but maybe uh-huh. like one third that length still oh god q-tip type tip on the end uh-huh and he's like stick that halfway up your nose i have two what? problems with this one where's halfway <laughs> two is halfway up my nose half of this stick or is it something else right because i'm thinking like it'd be way easier <laughs> if you told me stick half of that stick up your nose because then i could like put my fingers on halfway and then just make it happen until I get to that point. Like it's so much easier for me when I know exactly where the threshold is so I can like grin and bear it. But now he's like, no, stick the thing halfway up your nose. Like, well, I don't know how half, like where is halfway? Is that in my eyeball? Like, is that, should I be tasting it if that's halfway? Like give me some context here, friend. So I'm shoving that up there (laughs) title. And <laughs> I'm not writing any of these down because I can't tell the story and talk at the same time. So we'll just pretend that I that, that that might be the title. But it's fun. I'm uh I I I'm I'm shoving it up there and I immediately like start feeling like things like jog loose. You know, Sorry. like I'm just like, ah, <laughs> oh man, what is that? You know, it's it was it was quite a hell of an experience and. And admittedly, I I would argue it's still probably infinitely better than the one that tickles the back of your neck and your yeah. brainstem, you know. Um, I'm sorry. But it was still like when I when I pulled it out, I was like, oh my god, I can't tell if I have to sneeze or like should I be like plugging a nostril and blowing real hard real quick? Like I don't know. You know, it's like it's like an artery clog that broke loose. Like should I be concerned about what's going on in there? <laughs> sorry so you're describing it it's just it's i've never had to take the test i'll, I'll tell you it doesn't get easier the second time no i'm sure it doesn't in, in a way it was almost easier because when i got done and i put the thing in the vial and i i went to deposit it and then the little pushy dory thing He'd been watching me that whole time. He was staring at me through the window with a phone up to his ear. <sighs> like, just sta- like, hello, please. You know, like, <laughs> it sticks the swab in, it no- in its nose or it gets the hose. I cannot. I'm just like, I'm just like, if oh I'd have known God. that he was watching me, I for sure would have screwed that up absolutely would have not done it right so it's like rockwell i always feel like somebody's watching me (laughs) exactly exactly so pretend that they're not watching you (laughs) if you ever have to do it it makes it infinitely easier because like when i saw him and he's still like staring at us i'm like oh my god he watched me do that whole thing and then it occurred to me he didn't say anything no so either he doesn't care or i did actually do it right and i i'm I'm subscribing to the latter because that makes me feel better about well i mean he's probably seen so many people do it yeah i mean you've got to understand you guys are probably testing like mad and here in alabama i mean and here in alabama oh god i don't even know where to go for one of those tests they're not done I don't know that they're done at our Walgreens. I mean, they could be. 
I don't goddamn know. I mean, it's it's not all of our Walgreens. Like, so I don't know how my wife did it, but she found some place to make an appointment for like it was like some curated list of all of the places that do the like the drive up tests and whatnot, so you don't have to go see mm-hmm. a doctor. But yeah. this this place was still like forty five minutes away. Like that was the closest one that we could get, like within the next couple of weeks at the time, which still, was last Friday. Good on her, and it's like uh, I don't, I don't ultimately, I don't actually know where I was going to this, but it was really, it was odd in that there was no line. We had to make an appointment, yet the appointment didn't really matter. Probably. Mm-hmm. And so much as that it's there to keep too many people from showing up. But yeah, um, if it was really that simple, like when I when I drove up to the window, I'm thinking he's going to give me a thing and we're going to like drive around back and like do this weird all dirty style. And <laughs> like there's going to be like a tent or something there. Right. Like I just thought like driving going through the, the pharmacy drive through was how you interacted with the medical person to get the whole thing started no it's it's all happening right there you know drop drop trial and bend over we're doing this right here <laughs> turn and golf oh no <laughs> exactly it was this this was the turning cough equivalent of a coronavirus test except <laughs> you're turning and coughing and you're doing it to yourself so <laughs> oh god help me it was i'm really hoping I, I did not test positive if i did then i can come back to the government telling me i can't do thanksgiving and i'd be okay with that but um yeah like to to an extent i almost I, like i really wouldn't feel bad if we couldn't do thanksgiving because of the coronavirus like i'm at least up here i'm at the point where like i'd, I'd be entirely fine just shutting everything down just 100 yeah. percent. i don't even care like start delivering my groceries for me like that's how bad like we have to get like and i that might not seem terrible because, oh man, grocery delivery—that's so fancy. But yeah. I hate grocery <laughs> delivery. After doing it for a while, yeah. I really prefer doing it myself. It's way easier, which is weird to say. But I'm just—I'm over this whole weird balancing act thing that we're trying to do now with yeah. multiples more cases. Yet we're like closing fewer things and doing things all delicately like trying to oh, preserve yeah. people's feelings like fuck you and your feelings like come on <laughs> i'm no we're this is no, this is getting right. old this is getting really old let's stop it <laughs> let's let's do it in one go it's rip the goddamn band-aid off yeah like how like i've seen several several variations of this meme on on twitter how on point it is talking about going to somebody else's home and spreading a disease as a you know a perennial theme for thanksgiving right like i would be okay if we just skipped it this year and honestly like i would probably be okay with skipping christmas too but anyways that's not that's not what this is about this is about thanksgiving maybe i mean let's go in with it look this is i'm not gonna shame you okay thank you i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shame you because here here's what we do my mother and my dad moved up to Florence, Alabama, which is like a four, four, almost four and a half hour drive. And I've been doing it since the kids were small. They just moved back to my area in the last like, ooh, three years. So we stopped doing, which I prefer, we stopped doing Thanksgiving all, all together. 
because we knew that we'd be driving for Christmas. And to us, Christmas was the bigger thing. So I've gotten used to, and I actually, I'm such an introvert. Like, I know it doesn't sound like it or feel like it. <laughs> I'm one of those that are kind of like in hiding. I'm a she. I'm, I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, but my home is my safe place. I, I don't like calling people sometimes. Nope. I don't like... I, like my family complain, complains about it. Like it, you would be surprised about how often they're like, "Well, give a call once in a while," and I'm, I'm I just don't do it. And and there's a lot of reasons for that, but the the general basis of it is, is that for me, I'm just happiest being home and being by myself. I do. I know that I'm an introvert because I need those periods to recharge. You know, yeah. like at the start of this whole thing. I was definitely one of those going, you know, let a rip tater chip. Where y'all been? <laughs> yeah. And now I'm over here like it's been eight months and my family never leaves. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. I can, I, my kids, I love my kids so much. I'm having to remind myself now. It's been eight months. We're working mm-hmm. on nine months now. Yep. I love my kids so much. I love my kids so much. My kids stabbed a door with a sword. And I know you saw that story because I posted it. Mm-hmm. The other day, and and it's they 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 listen, but they still have these moments. I mean, I I have to remind myself their brain is not fully developed, and they are not able to always you know lean into the smart decision, which is completely different from how I was as a child. Right. Like, I, I mean, I was, I was kind of anxious, and if I thought I was going to get my ass in trouble, I just didn't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, very risk-averse. Mm-hmm. And it, it certainly made for things, I, I, where people normally act stupid in their college years and their teenage years, I was doing those things maybe about 27, 28. It was a little delayed, but it still wasn't even as bad as some people, I'm sure, probably get. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was because, like my mom, she she loves to remind me the, the, these things. When I got in trouble, really, all she ever had to tell me was that she was disappointed in me, and then I'd fall like a house of cards. Oof. Yeah, that, that's uh, cruise with the kids, like psyche though like come on you gotta it it does it hugely does and and you know i gave the option of talking about college but at the point that i dropped out my grandfather was one of the most important people in my life if not the most important in my life growing up and when i dropped out of college i had won a full scholarship a full ride to um, a university down here called Troy State. And when I dropped out, I stayed there for a semester. There were a lot of things going on, but I had good reasons for dropping out. And it, in the long run, it's, that's what this whole thing is about, is, is detailing how I became who I am now. So when he found out about it, what he told me was, and I will, when you say this scarring, it really is. He said that I he is he was so disappointed in me, he couldn't express 
exactly how disappointed he was in me. That's right. And that was that was the hardest thing he'd ever said to me. Like he never got mad at me. I've only seen my papa was was a very patient, good man. I only saw him ever get once mad in his life it was that my brother and my brother could make a saint cuss. So that that's completely on brand for my brother. Okay. But saying that was a whole thing. And you know, he he never said anything else like it. I did go back. I did go back. I told my family that I would. They didn't believe me. I did go back, and I got my degree. Not only did I get my degree, I graduated magna cum laude. Mm -hmm. And and that's just simply because, you know, when you tell your kids certain things, sometimes there's, like, outliers. And I feel like I was an outlier. And the, the, the longer that I have kids, now that I have kids, and the longer that I have kids, and the more that I find out about my own family, because there's always things about, you know, the members of your family, even though you're related to them, there's not things that you know about them, even though we tend to tell stories. Like, I didn't know my mom. She she told me just the other day, in fifth grade, she cheated on a test. She stole somebody's lunch money. I had no idea about any of this stuff. Like, I got sent once in third grade to the office because I was talking too much. Like that's a really <laughs> that's that's on brand, mm-hmm. um, but they made me call her, and that's all they had to do to me. And I mean, I was sobbing like, "Mom, they're making me call you," and I'm so sorry, Mom. Oh my God, you know, it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't get in trouble ever. I I had some moments in about seventh grade where I failed. Um, math and English, but that was because I wasn't adjusting very well from going from sixth grade to seventh grade. But beyond that, no, I, I just didn't do those sorts of things. So my kids are a whole different experience for me. Okay. Having ADHD and having ADD, you know, I know that it runs heavily in my family and explains so much about, you know, the, the things that we do sometimes. Not so much me. I've never been formally diagnosed. I don't know if I have it or not. I could. I, I, don't, I just don't know. Um, but we never thought that I did because I was so very conscious of not stepping out of line. And it, it, it manifested the whole reason we had that whole hamburger helper episode was part of... <laughs> An episode in multiple ways, am I right? Oh, man. Um, and... and that was that was part of why it happened. Why I was I was cooking at thirteen, and and it just carried on from there. So now yeah. my own kids, look, they live and ready to go, twenty four seven. Like Tiffany Haddish, she she ready. They ready. <laughs> it's it's so much with them and being trapped with them for eight months in a house. I'm just over here like they never leave. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, they never leave. And to get into some of the the stuff that happened on Thanksgiving, holy crap. I don't think it would be a holiday without my family getting into some sort of just fuckery. That's, I mean, that's just even from the outset, that's like polar difference, polar opposite (laughs) from how Thanksgiving was when I was growing up. Like my, to to paint a a very terribly painted picture. Uh, I'm no by numbers. I'm I know. Paint <laughs> paint this memory picture by numbers. There you go. Um, and black light. 
<laughs> mine would be blacklight. Yours is yours is fine. Mine would be black. Mine just would a, be blacklight. Just light. a bunch of odd splatters on the wall, and you're just like, <laughs> just, yes, <laughs> yes. How? How? <laughs> um, how? Anyways, so on my on my dad's side of the family, I don't have any cousins at all. Okay. Um, in my 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 dad's you know brothers and sisters, he was the only one who had kids. Okay. So. Whenever we would have Thanksgiving on his side of the family, it was, you know, the, from my perspective, it was all the aunts and uncles, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was the two of us children, right? My, myself and my younger brother. Yeah. Um, I have an older half brother, but he was too far away to make this part of the equation. So it was always right. just the two of us. And as we got older and all of them got older and grumpier, shall we say, mm-hmm. uh, that became less and less of a thing as the years passed on and eventually one uncle moved away or one uncle got married and moved away Mm -hmm. um another uncle got married and moved away again so like everyone kind of split up you know how when you when you become when you come of age right and you you branch out and you you go off and you do your own thing you know that that Mm -hmm. story about you know moving out of the house and going off into the world and doing all that stuff right Yes. It was it was kind of like that, but everyone was like 60 or 50 at the time. I don't know. So they were old okay. people to me, right? I honestly couldn't tell you how old they were exactly. But they were old, essentially. Yeah. So that all kind of happened, which kind of, you know, Thanksgiving kind of just fell apart at that point. So from maybe, I don't know, 10, 10 mm. years on, 10 years old on, Thanksgiving was essentially just my house with my brother and my parents and my grandmother on my mom's side would come over. She was the only uh, grandparent left alive. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other grandparents had passed either while I was real young or before I was born. So they were never part of the equation. Okay. And I think to an extent, the grandparent who passed when I was real little was on my dad's side. And she was essentially the glue that held the family together. Right. You know, you know those times, oh, yeah. right? The oh yeah, she's the reason everybody gets together every year, right? You never, you never not get together, right? How would you yeah. dare cross her, right? You know that that. Type, oh yeah, right? the matriarch. And exactly, she was absolutely, she fit that perfectly. But she was also like the sweetest person on the planet too, right? So you just, if you, if she wasn't going to get mad at you for it, you would just feel super guilty and want to kill yourself. So yeah, <laughs> you just did it, right? Okay. Yeah. So when she when she passed that. The torch was passed to my aunt, who, I don't know, maybe tried to pick up the the matriarchal position in the family, which obviously didn't work out very well. So eventually Thanksgiving just kind of turned into um, we're we're cooking a nice dinner and grandma's coming over, you know, so it really never really had much of a vibe to it. Like it wasn't really a Thanksgiving like you would imagine, like in the traditional sense. So in a way... I think from from that being the norm for so many years, like I'm I'm just I, I think that's where a lot of where my pers- my position on Thanksgiving just being OK to skip comes from because it just never really it was like a fancy Sunday dinner, essentially. Yeah. Right. Like it's you know, it's the only time of year, maybe with Christmas, too, where my mom would actually cook an elaborate meal. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's like twice a year, maybe Easter too, depending on how everyone felt. Right. So you had yeah. a handful of these, you know, Sunday dinner esque 
events really um so it's when when i met my wife and we did thanksgiving the first thanksgiving with her family um it was like 15 18 people oh super different god oh, god love it was it was a lot it's uh-huh. it was two sometimes three depending on the year it's been two sometimes three days of festivities depending on how you know the families are organizing and whatnot but it was and continues to be exhausting mentally just draining like I, it's not I, what you're used to i oh, mean absolutely honestly, not. i i think it's kind of good though i mean i, I, I do it, too i i appreciate i appreciate how how different it is mm-hmm. because you know i it, it was one of those things that i never got and i yeah i i, I think about the thing i never got like as a concept and i find i find myself really appreciating getting to experience those moments because then now especially now with a child on the way right like i'm hyper focused on the thing i never got category yes. of life right because oh, like yeah. i and we'll we'll diverge very briefly into to parenting for a second even though oh. technically not a parent yet but you know, growing no, you're, up, you're fine. You're you're already a parent. If it if it's burgeoning, you. it's a whole thing already. Thank you, I appreciate it. But I'm I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this to at least to an extent where oh yeah, you, you think about all of the things that you did and did not get to experience as a child, yes. and you immediately want to project those onto your kids, right? Like I have that I I I've had that 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 reckoning already, like long yeah. before kids were even in the picture. Yeah. Right. I just I knew that I would I at least present the opportunity for just for anything in general. Right. It doesn't yeah. whether it's a, a big Thanksgiving or a, you know joining the band, whatever. I don't care. Anything doesn't really matter. But so I look at the the large family Thanksgiving as exactly that. Right. Like I I, I never got to experience that that family social bonding thing right my family was never never very much like that at all so on one hand it's super mentally exhausting and by the end of it i need a stiff drink every single day (laughs) i just i i I almost need to drink myself to sleep because i can't i just can't anymore but on the other hand i'm really glad i got to experience it because i have a lot of this to make up for and i'm I'm gonna savor every moment of it at the same time does that make okay, sense? So, no, absolutely it makes sense. You just summed up pretty much what my Thanksgivings are. Like, Do tell. Oh, God. Take, take us down through <laughs> tales of turkey past. <laughs> turkey past. God help me. Um, like, my family is, they're just so much. And you're right, it is mentally exhausting. We usually, when we do have Thanksgiving, before my family moved away, um, my my mom and dad, my immediate family, moved away, it was a big thing at her house. My mom is not a cook, but she can cook. Um, And and this was one of her her days to kind of do. And Mm -hmm. I would help her and my grandmother, my, my mom's, my maternal grandmother, would help as well. Um, and my mama and papa, those are my maternal grandparents. They would always end up coming down and driving down. And, you know, it it was always like, for instance, (laughs) 
I can remember there was a Thanksgiving while I was a teenager. I know we we're the last place we left off was when I was a teenager. One of the things that happened uh, as a teenager one Thanksgiving was my family. They're they are not at least my side. You get to my aunt and my uncle. It's kind of a different story. They enjoy drinking. Um, <laughs> you do the the southern thing where you know you say that some of your family drink like fish. I, I just tend to view it as, you know, my aunt and uncle really enjoy and procure libations, and, and that's fine with me, you know. Um, but for the large part, my family did not drink. There was one Thanksgiving that my my mom and my my maternal grandmother, my mamaw, did drink, and my mamaw tried to bring. <laughs> She was my my mama was a baker and and a cooker. She she was a housewife in the fifties. She did attempt to go to college. I'm not sure she ever finished, but I do know that she was from Minnesota, um, or at least her side of the family is from Minnesota. In fact, her her family her side of the family we can trace to being honors of the Declaration of Independence. So the family says. We haven't managed to connect those dots yet, mm-hmm. uh, because when you do connect those dots, there are certain college things that open up. In fact, there are some colleges that give you a full ride for that. Um, so it was attempted in my generation with me and my cousins. Um, I was the and and speaking of cousins, I was the only girl. You have on my dad's side. I had three boy cousins i had my brother with my with my family and then i had on my mom's side two boy cousins so i was surrounded by boys and i just didn't know how to i i don't do girl things sometimes so it's fine um i i just didn't know how sometimes to act and uh it, it was a whole at least with my my memo Again, being a baker, being a she cooked things. If you touched her pots, this is I'm I'm veering wildly here. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I saw that picture. That's like the the live laugh love signs, right? Isn't that 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 give thanks sign? Mm, it's give um, thanks though, really. <laughs> give thanks. <laughs> I'll make that. I'll make the cover, make that the cover art for the show. That'll be great. But that. Oh, God. Help me. Um, Too late. I'm already but, in Canva. We're doing this. <laughs> but my grandmother made a red velvet cake. Uh, she she has made it several times in the past. She knows how to make it. But she admitted that this time she used a different recipe. And apparently, I'm not sure what exactly were the ingredients. But she substituted for one thing, which should have been another thing. And when we tried to eat it, my, my mother actually um, tried to eat it. And they they were a wine glass in. So you're, you're talking about, like, I'm working on three here. And they were easy. Like, easy dates, quick dates. Um, you get one glass in. And oh, listen to that. Mom- I can hear the pouring. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> mm, that's the ASMR I come Ooh, for. Oh, yeah. Woo. Um my mom took a took a bite of the red velvet cake and then she made this very strange face 
and all the men folk had had moved to a different room. You know, they were in the smoking room or whatever the hell that that involves. Like they the were going smoking to watch, room. <laughs> yeah, no girls they, allowed here. Say right. It, it felt a little bit like that, but that was fine because I wanted to be where they were anyway. I mean, <laughs> but my mom took a bite of that cake, and then she made this very strange face. Like it, it's when you watch me, I make faces. I'm I'm kind of like Jim Carrey. I can control my face in very minute ways that are that's very strange. And it's super funny when you watch me. Like, half of my comedy is watching my face. But my mom made a face, which was very unusual for her. And then she took the cake part, not the frosting, the cake part, and and got a glob of it, and then rolled it in her hands into a ball. And then she bounced it off the table. It hit the chandelier in the dining room and landed in my mammal's wine cup. And we died because it could bounce. It was like Play-Doh. It was awful. (laughs) (laughs) My mama was so embarrassed because that's just not, as the baker, that's, you know, you don't want to be, that is the the reaction you don't want. But they were drunk, kind of tipsy, and and that's where it went. And, And I remember almost falling out of my chair laughing and i must have been about 16 so i was a big old smart ass um and and it was just so funny the the way that mom just instantaneously like i got a glimpse of her as a teenager <laughs> and it was awesome <laughs> it was it was great she, i mean she just rolled it straight on up it, mm-hmm. it was almost like something i'd do and then just plunked it on the table like a like a rubber ball and it, it literally zinged everywhere. And then when it landed in the uh, the wine cup, my mammal's wine cup, that was just the coup de gras. So that was that was a that was the whole thing. That was one Thanksgiving that I remember. Another Thanksgiving that I remember. Oh God, help me! This one was a big one. My mom decided that she wanted to go to Goodwill the day of Thanksgiving. I don't know why. I don't know why. Wait, Goodwill's open on Thanksgiving? They are, surprisingly enough. Or at least this one was, because we checked on the internet. And the internet never lies. Never. The internet's (laughs) always correct. Never lies. But it was, in this instance, very correct. So we went in, and we were looking at things, and there was absolutely zero there. I mean, honestly, what do you expect to find in a Goodwill on Thanksgiving? I don't even know why my mom was possessed by this this whole... Tidings of comfort and joy? Oh, wait, sorry, wrong holiday. Never mind. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't even that. I don't know literally what possessed her to do this. So, (laughs) it was my mom driving, my mamma in the front seat, my papa in the second seat. We were driving in a minivan at the time. And my brother in the back, and I was on the second seat with my papa. So, my mamma, me, papa, and then my brother. And my brother's an idiot. God love him. No, not even that. Just, he's an idiot. <laughs> Take that back. God doesn't love you. God, God doesn't. <laughs> it's a, it's a full on, it, oh God. If I was going to write a book, like in Rainbow, it would be the saga of Joseph. You know. And it would just be stories about the dumb shit he's done. And he knows this. I hate, oh God. People have been urging me to do this since I was in my teens. Like, eventually, I don't know that I have the patience to write a book. Amazon has a self-publishing platform. That's all you need. 
Okay. Well, it might end up. I mean, look, somebody's already asked me whether or not I'm going to be publishing all the stories that I've been telling here. Do it. It's it might happen. Anyways, bouncing but, cakes. Goodwill. Um, goodwill. So we get done looking at everything, and we go outside, and there is a woman there who has a baby, and she's changing that baby's diaper in her driver's side chair, and. She takes the uh, the baby has apparently done a number two. We all avoid it. Um, my papa, me, and my brother, and my mom gets in. My mamaw doesn't navigate things that well. So <sighs> she also doesn't have an inside voice. Like she she just everything has to be yelling. My my grandfather had hearing aids, but I think that he purposely turned some of those bad boys down. Just to avoid like her yelling because she was she was goddamn shrill. She is goddamn shrill. And she takes one look at this woman changing the baby's diaper, and the the diaper is on the concrete on the on the the where you park the parking pad, mm-hmm. and it's got you know number two in it. So my mamma yells, "Janie, back the van up." This woman done dyed her baby's diaper and she shat in it. They shat in it. This baby's got uh, shit in the diaper. She's dumped it on the car, on the on the pavement. And I mean, just as loud as she could be, just offensive. I mean, like my at that time, my mamma was eighty nine and give she she got to an age where she gives zero shits about nothing. Like, mm-hmm. look at all the shits I give. It's none. So, yeah, she's yelling, Janie, back the van up. This woman has dumped her baby's dirty diaper all over the concrete. So, this woman looks and shoots my mammal a really ugly look. And my brother sees it. And my brother's ready to fight at anything. He's like, do I need to get out? Should I get out? Let me get out. We're like, no, sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to get out. No, get your ass, sit it down. And... My papa, of course, has turned his hearing aids down, so the whole time he's yelling, What's your mamma yelling about? What's going on? And I'm just in the back going, Jesus Christ, we're going to end up on the news. We're going to end up... And this wouldn't even be the first time that a family member has ended up on the news, by the way. <laughs> That'll be... that. Yeah, it's the second time. So I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, we're going to end up on Channel 12 all over again. <laughs> And mom backs up the car, the van, and I thought, you know, the look the woman shot my mamma was very ugly, but I was hoping for better, like she wouldn't do anything about it. And my mamma trundled her ass over to the passenger side, opened the door. I can't believe people just let their baby shit roll all over the goddamn concrete. (laughs) You know who she reminds me of? Who? And I might be thinking of the wrong movie here, but you have you've seen um, National Lampoon uh, Christmas yes. Vacation? Yes. No, that is absolutely my family. Look, if it, it hit a real life, my brother is Randy Quaid in that goddamn movie. Like he's over there hosing down and putting everything into the damn sewers with the the, and then trying to light a goddamn cigarette with it, and then flipping it out and lighting shit on fire. My dad. My dad. There is a song that comes on the radio called The Twelve Days of Christmas, but it's not the classic Twelve Days of Christmas. It's the Twelve Horrors of Christmas. Okay. 
and like I can't remember. I it's not number five. It's like number two or three. But there's a man number who's trying two. to put up his lights. <laughs> yeah. So you hear it the entire goddamn song, and <laughs> it always cracks me up because the man's trying to put up the lights, and that's my dad right there. And at one point in the song, the man goes, "Why the hell are they blinking?" And that's my dad right there. Right there. Like, I knew that there, the way that I learned there wasn't a Santa Claus was there was a Christmas that my dad was trying to put together bikes for Joey and I, and I could hear him cussing. I came down the stairs. He couldn't see me. I came down the stairs, and I looked around the corner, and I'm like, I could, he was putting it together. I could hear him cussing a blue storm. I mean, it was, it was a whole thing. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, you know, that was one holiday. It is the the goodwill holiday, as I like to term it. I was like, please, Mama. Mama's like, we're not stopping. Look, your memo's going to get in, and we're not stopping. And I'm like, thank you, because then that means that we might possibly not end up on the news. Uh, there was one Thanksgiving, oh, the Thanksgiving that Henry came down the first time uh, permanently. He moved down here for me from California. And God love him. He had zero idea what to expect. He was scared of my dad. And, and you know, my, my dad didn't like my first husband very much. And there were, there were ways that he showed that. There is obviously zero filter when it comes to any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, in fact, possibly, besides my mom, I'm the person I'd rank second in the family of having a filter, if that tells you anything. So... There was a Thanksgiving that Henry came down and he met my family. And um, my grandfather served in the, he was in the Army during World War II and Korea. Um, And, you know, again, his opinion meant the world to me. I I mean, I, I just loved him beyond reason. But he, he pulled me aside. It was so interesting because, and, and Henry doesn't think this is a whole thing, but Henry was in the Air Force. So my papa felt like he could share stories with Henry. And we, mm-hmm. he didn't talk about it. He, he was a very gentle person. And he was a flamethrower in Korea, which meant literally that he walked in front of certain units with a flamethrower burning the brush. And sometimes he burnt people, unfortunately. Um, Like, there were school assignments that I couldn't complete. I had to have a written note from my mom explaining that I couldn't complete it because none of my family would talk about the war. You know, whatever war it was, was the assignment. Um, But my, my grandfather felt comfortable enough with Henry that... They discussed some things, and and Papa didn't talk about it to any of us. In fact, uh, my mom is still very interested. Henry doesn't think it's anything, but since Papa's passed, it's rather important to us. We just don't know. He didn't share it. Um, So Papa and Henry kind of went out on the back porch that Thanksgiving and then came back in, and Papa pulled me aside, and he says, I like your young man, which was all that I needed. I mean, I knew I already liked Henry, and it was a done deal because he'd moved down here. But just having that extra push of, of I like your young man, uh, wouldn't have made a difference 
reality-wise, but it meant the world to me to hear it anyway. Um, there was, oh gosh, I had Sam on the 21st. So I spent one Thanksgiving <laughs> in my parents' bed. Uh, Sam had jaundice. And so we had a Billy blanket, which is Billy Rubin is the levels of measuring jaundice in a, in a child's bloodstream. So we had a light up blanket uh, for Sam and I was spending one Thanksgiving several days in my parents' bed. They both slept in, in different bedrooms uh, in order to give me and Sam, you know, a comfortable situation. Uh, so that was one because Henry was having to work and otherwise it was it it was me being left alone. Henry was having to work and I would have been alone with Sam just in the apartment we had at the time. So that was one Thanksgiving that I, I spent with my family days with my family <laughs> uh, with Sam as a newborn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it. Just various things that happened. I mean, they're, oh, God, they're one of the funniest ones. The first, the same Thanksgiving that Henry first came down here, my brother, he likes weapons. He likes, he's always liked sticks. He has guns. I mean, he's not like a hunter or anything. He just likes things like that. If, again, going back to if, the zombie apocalypse ever happens, his ass is going to be the front with one I find. Because he's going to have the weapons to help us survive. Um, he ordered this knife, mail order. There's some sketchy goddamn mail order magazines out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had somehow found one. And uh, he said, well, he was so excited. He said, my knife is going to come in today. <laughs> I couldn't believe anybody was delivering on Thanksgiving, but it happened. And we said, well, what, what do you mean, what, what knife? So he's saying, well, you can get past the TSA with it and take it on airplanes. And just me in general, before I'd even saw the thing, I was like, okay, well, I've got a problem. I've got a couple of questions here. When I start asking questions, that's when shit really starts in my family because I have this sort of thing where um, I ask logic questions, like logical questions. Mm-hmm. So I said, Joey, where the hell do you even fly? You don't go anywhere. <laughs> and then I said, not only that, number two, why is getting past the TSA an acceptable thing? Because if last I checked... The common theory is is that they can do body cavity searches, dude. Do you want to have somebody snapping a glove and telling you bend on over? Because I got to say, it doesn't sound like a real good time to me. Why would you want to tempt that? Not only that, not even really tempting that. There's ways they can make you hurt. They can delay you for hours. They can keep you. They can arrest you. They can. I mean, there's, there's things that I imagine could happen, especially after 9-11. So why would you want to attempt fate with any of this? Like, not only not do you go nowhere, why would you want to do this? Why would you even want to get past them? Why, mm-hmm. why is this attractive to you? Why is this a feature? I'm, I'm trying to understand. And he couldn't really explain because he never really can't explain anything that he goddamn does. 
But when he got it, the, the box came in, and he was so excited. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, he was so excited. And he opened it up like he was opening, unboxing it in front of us. And we're all just sitting there like, this is some shit right here. <laughs> and it was my mom, my grandmother, me, and Henry. And, and, and again, reminding you. This is Henry's first first Thanksgiving, so he doesn't know even know. I've told stories, but he doesn't. He's never experienced my family in real time. So this is he's just leaning back, going, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> Joey opens the box, and he pulls out this knife, and his face just instantly falls. And he's, he gets pissed. He gets so mad. So mad. And then he's like, it's plastic. <laughs> he paid like a hundred something dollars for a fucking plastic knife. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's going to be cutting things the best at the picnic, I tell you what. <laughs> at and if anything was going to guarantee us all laughing our asses off at him <laughs> that was it that was it and he got so mad so mad and we couldn't stop laughing even to save his feelings we could not stop laughing <laughs> so then he starts talking about he's going to cut the tip off because that's the only dangerous part. And then give it to his kid because there's no other dangerous parts to it except the damn tip. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping against all odds, the odds are stacked very much against me that... Yeah. This type of experience taught him a lesson. I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, no. see that. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't. We have a thing in my family where we call. We always say, Joy doesn't repeat mistakes, but he makes brand new ones. <laughs> <laughs> so he forges new paths in complete fuckery. <laughs> Like, my family's fuckery, but Joey's just complete fuckery. <laughs> and his face, I couldn't get over it. That's what I was laughing at, was I tend to watch reactions, of course, because I'm wanting that, that underlying sort of, like, nuance mm -hmm. for me. I, I, I've never explained this before, but apparently I'm what's called... A super re a super reactor um a super oh gosh it's not i'm not nuclear <laughs> <laughs> not yet not yet not yet um but there is in the uk i i learned about this in the uk there is a group of people they recognize faces 80 percent of the time whereas most people recognize faces 20 percent of the time mm-hmm and um, I, I forget right off the top of my head what they're called, but there was a whole article in The Guardian about it. 
And I've always kind of had this talent of being able to put names, faces, and recognize people like if the most extreme version of it is they do actual testing. There's Harvard and Oxford have actual tests that you could take publicly to test whether or not you're going to, it's a super recognizer. That's what it is. Um, to, it to sounds see. like a like a made up word, like something a kid would come up with. Like, huh, I know you're a super recognizer. Man. Yeah, it's it's Whoa. absolutely insane sounded. Look it up. It's it's uh, the Guardian. Like I said, did an article about it, but there are studies being done at Harvard and Oxford, and there's like I said, online tests. Mm-hmm. And what they test is that when I took it. They give you a set of, they give you a face, straight on, never to the side. It's always straight on or, no, actually, let me take that back. Sometimes it's to the side. You have to be able to recognize it via, like, super recognizers are known for being able to recognize faces on CCTV. Now, that's not the clearest of video to, to even start with. But you have to also be able to recognize them if they're using hats or sunglasses or from different angles. And even the test went through, and one of the harder parts is they give you the face, and then they put a bunch of noise to it, like image noise, um, so that it breaks the picture up, and you're not able to see things as clearly to imitate being CCTV. If you score a certain thing... A skirtin a certain A skirtin thing? Yeah, I, I look, I've been drinking, shut up. <laughs> I'm 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 skirting around things. I, I've actually taken a picture of it just to, to remind myself of kind of the the scores if it ever comes up in conversation. Like I've gotten an email that has asked the new hires whether what's something interesting about themselves that have not that's not been talked about on the resume you're a super so, recognizer yeah and and that's my that's my whole thing um hold on there it is there it is okay so they did a test of famous faces the average score was 30 i scored a 39 which is actually pretty high okay um i scored higher on the famous faces uh than nine out of every 10 people that took the test okay what is that? I mean, I mean, isn't that what you just watch a lot of TV? What are you going to do? No, no? That, that, that's being able to. There are some people who actually are the opposite of that. They can't recognize faces at all. Okay. Um, and, so it doesn't and, have to do with how much you're exposed to those faces. No, it has to do with parts of your brain that are just a little bit different. We're all just a little bit different. I mean, really? Like, I understand that Brad Pitt is one of those people that can't recognize anybody's faces. Hey, there are people out there who well, are, with they how call bland, him face blank. With how bland his acting is. I don't know if anyone can recognize <laughs> him either. <laughs> huh. Well, you know. <laughs> Not that I'm anybody to describe to this, but... I have from other females I have heard that if you've seen other parts of his body of work, let's just say <laughs> his body at work. Am I right? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> he doesn't do anything for me anyway. Oh, sorry, Brad. Oh, God love you. But 
but it's it's not a happening thing. Um, not like you, yeah, not like you'd want it to be. God, but uh, Cambridge actually, there is a Cambridge face memory test. Um, it was a test to uh, of your ability to learn and recognize unfamiliar faces. Now this is this is where it, it's really rubber hits the road. If you can look at somebody, and they they give you about sixteen seconds to sort of look at the person, and then go from there. Okay. And and again, you're looking at them from the side with hats, with sunglasses, with, I mean, you know, um, the average score was sixty, and I got a sixty-seven. So I scored higher than eight out of and every ten people that took that test. Now, it's they want you to do research with them about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you sign up for it or they reach out for you. They actually ask if they can reach out to you. And I, I told them no because, again, I am uh, an introvert. And I don't like talking to people. Um, <laughs> but apparently that's something that I do. Henry calls me his walking IMDb. Now I've forgotten where the hell I was going with this. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure how we got on this tangent. I lost I track of where, the, where it started. So. I've lost the thread. Oh, it, that, I, I remember now. Okay, okay wait, quality wait. content. We were talking about okay. your your relative and his plastic knife and how satisfying it was to observe yes, this Yes, okay. There you go. Thank you so much. You're welcome. God. I was just what thinking, I uh, we need to tie this one off soon. I'm going to have to start. <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out how to pull this one back. But first, yeah. how did we even get here? Let's discuss. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. So <laughs> when I looked at Joey, obviously being that type of person, faces are very important to me. And to see the the different emotions on his face absolutely made me lose my shit. Like that, to me, sometimes some of the funniest parts of comedy is being able to look at somebody's face as they tell it. Because I'm, I'm getting apparently, and I, I don't know if this is unique or what, um, but I'm getting clues there that make it just that much more funny for me so him the way his face fell when he said it's plastic and then he got mad he transitioned to mad which is his kind of like his default setting and then transmitted to even more mad because we were all laughing our asses off at him <laughs> it's just like he, he he couldn't even Handle it. He 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 did that. That it, it's almost a teenager thing with him. He's all right. I'm done. I'm going in my bedroom, and he's living in with mom and dad. So his bedroom's not really his bedroom. He was going into mom and dad's bedroom. <laughs> like, where are you really going to go, man? I mean, you got nowhere. <laughs> um, there was, oh jeez. It start, things are starting to come out. There was the Thanksgiving that he decided, my dad, when he got married, um, of course, had a wedding ring passed down in the family. So he passed it to Joey. When Joey got married to his ex, um, he used that my dad's wedding ring. And then Joey and his ex obviously became exes. And Joey, like me, fluctuates between being heavy and being thin. 
So at one point he was heavy and he got the brilliant idea knowing that that ring would not fit on his finger. He got the bright idea that he was going to put that ring on. <laughs> that bitch got stuck. <laughs> no one could have predicted that. No one. I at mean, all. look, <laughs> my dad was there for the whole thing. My dad was telling him I wouldn't put that thing on. You've got to understand about my dad. I can I can imitate my dad pretty well. I wouldn't put that thing on. <laughs> and and you know, Joey's over here like, no, it's it's gonna be fine. And, and my dad's over here like. You're a stupid son of a bitch. Go ahead and put that damn thing on. See what happens. <laughs> and then Joey puts it on and he can't get it off. <laughs> Title. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. I love uh, it. I finally got you to do it. You uh, did. Uh, <laughs> it only took that was it. six episodes and like 12 well, you hours. Know. <laughs> yes. I, I was leaving that to you. You know, you're oh, you're the master that. of ceremonies here. That's uh, I, well. I'm just I'm just a vi- I wouldn't call myself a master <laughs> so much as the uh, uh, the guy that happens to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we call him George- third shift. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sometimes I wonder. Uh, <laughs> like. You willingly signed up for this, so I thought maybe you might think this was fun. Anyway. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I thought this was fun. Maybe. I, I'm, you know, I like to leave people. I, I, I give them leeway to, to exit out of the crazy. Okay. So, <laughs> so Joey's there, and he's got this damn ring on his finger, and he can't get it off. So he starts, of course, soaping it up as first thing he does. And then, of course, my mom's there. She's like, well, why don't you try butter? Put butter on it. And Joey's madly trying to put butter on his goddamn finger. <laughs> butter on his sausage finger. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Title. <laughs> <laughs> and he, <laughs> I'm going to say another one. He can't get it off. Title. <laughs> What have I done? <laughs> You've created a monster. It's fine. I was already a monster before you, long before you got here. Anyway, <laughs> so then at that point, my dad's laughing. Now, my dad has a very fatalistic sense of humor. It's very dark. So he's laughing, and he's over here like, you dumb son of a bitch. You can't get it off now, can you? And he's dying. And I mean, <laughs> he's over there like, I told your ass what would happen. Did you listen? No, you goddamn didn't. And that's... <laughs> and then Joey starts freaking out, which makes it even worse. Because then Joey's like losing his shit about not being able to get this ring off his finger. And my dad's like, we can take you out to the shop and I can get your goddamn finger off. And that just makes Joey <laughs> lose his shit even more. <laughs> Which my dad, that was his whole purpose. It's almost abusive. I mean, to be perfectly honest. Because uh, <laughs> my dad's just making, look, he's finding it funny. He just wants to make Joey squirm. He's like, we can cut your goddamn finger off. I get the jigsaw out. It'd be fine. You know, that sort of thing. And then, <laughs> so finally, mom tells dad, look, you've got to help him get this ring off. And you can't 
make any cracks about cutting his finger off because he won't stay still if you do that. <laughs> Joey trusts my dad so little. He can't stay still if he thinks my dad's actually going to try and cut his goddamn finger off. <laughs> and, you know, my dad has stuck around with Joey and Joey's been trying for 40 years now. And my dad's been there for all of it. Look, by age 35 was when this happened. If my dad was going to bail, he'd have goddamn done it already. So, <laughs> <laughs> then none of this occurs to Joey. So, he's like, dad's going to cut my finger off. He's calling me, and I'm like, what the hell do you want me to do? I'm across town. What, are you, what the hell is going on over there? <laughs> it's like, daddy's going to cut my finger off. And I'm like, what did you do? I didn't even ask what dad was doing or what mom was doing. What did you do? <laughs> That's how it rolls here. What did you goddamn do? And he's like, I just, I thought that I could fit the wedding ring on my finger. I'm like, and I don't sound much different from my dad at that point. Are you goddamn stupid? What the hell? Like, what is going on with you? Your elevator isn't reaching all the way to the top, my dude. Quit. <laughs> So, Joey's like, what should I do? And I'm like, well, you know what? Dad has power tools. Joey's like, no, no, Daddy's talking about cutting my finger off. Stop it. He's got nine others. It's fine. I mean, I'm like, you know, it's not going to be. Look, it's your fourth finger. What does your fourth finger really do? It's not your It's not your middle finger. It's not your index or your pointer. It's not even your pinky ring, which is which some people, I'm sure, if they were in certain circles, would call, you know, would have to do with with darker things. Your pinky, mm -hmm. your pinky. Mm -mm. Not even your thumb. I don't even. I honestly don't even know where you're going with that. But I'm gonna really? go ahead and skip right oh. over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Somehow, somehow, something in me is like, nope, don't, don't go there. <laughs> don't, don't go ask. there. Do not okay. prompt. Nope, you've done it too now. <laughs> but, <laughs> or even your thumb. If you needed a hitchhike, you still got your thumb. It's fine. You got two thumbs. I mean, what really does the fourth finger do? <laughs> Joey's like, you're not calming me down any. And I'm like, is that what I was supposed to do? Shit, dude, you out of luck because I'm over here like, I need to drive over and see this shit. <laughs> like... Y'all are about to get in some stuff, and I need to be a part of it. Look, I need to just be a bystander to go, yeah, that mess happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, finally, Mom convinces Dad not to make dire threats and, and you know, his, his voice of, of, you're a stupid son of a bitch, and manages to get, I'm not even sure, but it, it's like some kind of, like, pliers but they've got their cutters I, mm -hmm. I guess that's the the name of them like i don't even know goddamn tools um <laughs> he gets the cutters and he ends up having to cut a family ring off my brother's finger because joey decided that he could fit it on when everybody knew he was too goddamn fat and he knew it too <laughs> so there you go that that's the shit my family gets into perfect so mm, it's a I'm whole thing I'm thinking, I'm thinking we we start button this, buttoning this one up, as they say. I'm sure that someone says that somewhere. But um, do you well, do you have any plans for this this particular Thanksgiving? I do actually. I am going to be spending them with just my immediate family, my my 
kids and my husband. I I've can got relate to that. <laughs> I'd say it's why I'm not going to shame you. Look, I ain't no shame in this game. Um, I have got a turkey that I bought from Aldi's just on a whim. They had a sale, and I I thought you know it was months ago. Why not buy a turkey? So now I'm going to finally get to cook it. And I have ordered a honey baked ham from the honey baked store along with some cornbread dressing. Um, I usually make, I make really good mac and cheese. Like I make Mm -hmm. the kind that's like, it's called four layer mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Is it like an, like an oven mac and cheese? Oh, hell yeah. Casserole dish. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, you you picking up what I'm laying down here. Mm-hmm. I'm shoveling it in my mouth, too. Yeah. Title. <laughs> um, in fact, it's so funny. One of the best memories about Thanksgiving is my mac and cheese. When I stumbled upon this particular kind of concoction, my papa loved it. And for a while, he wasn't eating things, but reliably, every single holiday... And in fact, any time I was down there visiting them in Mobile, he could he would eat at least two squares, two very nicely apportioned squares of my mac and cheese. So for a little while, that was part of what we, you know, when when folks get older, you kind of have to put things to expect in front of them mm-hmm. just to kind of keep their mind occupied and not concentrate on things that might otherwise be happening. So we started. That's a very know. loaded statement. <laughs> I know. Look, if you're living with my mammal, there are, th- there are things happening, especially when that woman's screaming, God love her. I mean, just, look, uh, it's, it's, she said dog. My mother likes to tell a story where most kids in her area, the, the women would call their kids home with a, like a dinner triangle, like mm. they'd ring the bell mm-hmm. triangle. Sweet. Yeah, right. All my mammal had to do was, Jamie, Richard. And I mean, they, they'd hear for at least a good block and a half, wherever they were playing. My, my, my mammal didn't need no triangle bell. One of those sounds that cause all the animal, animals to stop making noise. I'm, I'm saying it. The forest it's, goes eerily quiet. Look, if it was Jurassic Park, even T-Rex be stopping for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it, it's, it, it, you know, being with, not to say that it's a bad thing, but I'm, like I said, I sincerely believe that he turned his urinates down for her. Um, but, you know, you, you get to these points where it's, you want them to have a good life. You want them to have a fulfilled life. They want to be a part of the family, but they just can't travel. We started having to drive. My grandmothers are actually still alive. My, my. Uh, one is almost, God, how old is she now? 95. And my mammal is about to be 92, 93. Okay. So it's respectable. Um, and, you know, this this Thanksgiving, unfortunately, uh, she's going to be, my mammal in particular, is going to be down in Mobile with a family member happily. My mom is ordering uh, Thanksgiving dinner to be delivered to them. So they've got a nice little treat. Mm-hmm. My other grandmother, my paternal grandmother, she is in, she fell. And uh, she is actually in a rehabilitation center oh, no. right now. 
Um, but it's it's fun. She's got my dad's side of the family with it. We we just don't want to, you know, being 95 and 90, 92, you know, just don't want to endanger anybody. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's fine. Um, but I've I've ordered with the mac and cheese. I'm, I'm going to bake that. I'm going to make uh, probably some sort of vegetable salad. I think we've decided on salad. And nice. then once we eat the ham, it's got a ham bone. And I don't know if anybody else knows, but honey-baked ham bones are the best thing on God's green earth. I definitely didn't know that, but I'm also a northerner, so... Oh, if you ever, I mean, you have to go in the store for it. You have to special request. You can't order it online. It's what they do is they do samples and it, the hand bones come from the samples that they give out. And they give out a lot of samples. Um, usually Who's giving when out I, samples? Samples of what? Honey baked ham. They do, they, you get samples of ham. They've got a ham salad. They've got turkey. They've got uh, soups. They've got, I mean... Now is this it's, is this at Aldi's? No. This no. this is a this is a standalone store. Okay. This, I don't know that it's maybe it's southern. I but it, if it you definitely go, sounds like it. I don't know if I've ever I don't I don't think and short of going to an actual like butcher shop, I don't know if we'd have anything like that here. Okay. You need to look up, put it put it in the links, honey baked ham, because you can at least order the ham and the ham bone. The bone comes in the ham, of course. Uh you can order a whole half quarter boneless with bone. You can also order soups and they make the best, the best after Thanksgiving soup. They've got a mixed bean. You toss the ham bone in after you're done, you know, you cut off the lunch meat that you're going to do or whatever you're going to do. Actually this year, I'm going to do a brunch cheese and egg bake with ham is this the honey baked ham like store like uh, they that's it okay so i did find them yeah yeah honey baked ham company yeah okay there you goddamn go because i'm I'm sitting here thinking like all right i've had honey baked ham before but there was never a bone i didn't realize that we're talking about honey baked like honey baked the brand like yeah okay that's definitely going in the show notes oh god damn it's so good i mean if you and i don't particularly like sweet terribly much anymore however you, you you warm that up, up just a little bit, it's it's golden. And then once you cut all the meat that you want possibly for sandwiches off of it, um, then you can use that ham bone in soups. I will plan to use part of it and part of the ham. Actually, the the portions of ham that I'm coming in, that I'm cutting off are not going to be sandwiches. They're going into uh, red beans and rice. Um, what else am I doing? Hold on a second. I'm doing a ham bake with cheese. It's a brunch ham bake uh, that I got off Delish. And if anybody's on support driven, I will happily give these these uh, links if they ask for them. Um, let's see how. Here we go. Um, I'm going to do. That soup, they, they have a, a red bean, a, not really a red bean, but sort of a mixed bean soup that they pre-make. There's okay. a lot of condiments. They've okay. got desserts. Um, so that's that's the plan for that. Uh, with the turkey, there's going to be, I'm going to make sort of a turkey salad instead of chicken salad. 
with fresh dill and all that kind of good stuff. Um, I am actually, you talked about delivering groceries. I am going to have my groceries delivered because we're, we're in a portion of the country that, that they don't, like I could count on a hand, maybe two. We have a mandate right now, but people aren't doing it. So I see a good portion of people when I go to Aldi's that are not wearing masks at all. Sure. So I will be ordering my groceries for the first time in months, thanks to my new job. Thank you. Perfect. Ah, Love it. So happy. Um, And pretty much that's it. If there's any stories that arise from it, I'm pretty sure I'll be telling those. It's going to be a thing. I, um, I went digging around on the Honey Baked. Honey baked ham Did website. You? Oh God! And, that um, look good. I could. I definitely looks good. Uh, we would oh, never have one God. because my no. my wife doesn't eat pork. Yeah. Or beef. R.I.P. Um, but there's there's turkey. They do have turkey, but uh, mm-hmm. I did I did go all the way through with a whole ham, the whole the whole ham. The whole yeah. Uh, the I don't know the fifteen ish pound one. Looking to see how much it would cost to have delivered and whatnot and. Um, it's delivery a good ordering if i ordered right now sunday the 22nd it would show up on the 2nd of december with a 16.95 delivery charge yep i ordered is... actually two weeks ago and it was supposed to get here on friday but um it's going to be here on monday you know you're really in a kind of, of a situation where i've got all of my phones and my macs and even some of the Dells hooked all together. Mm-hmm. And when I set a calendar appointment, everybody gets an alert. Mm-hmm. So I had my daughter walking in going, Mama, the honey baked ham's going to be coming today. I'm like, thank you, baby. I already got that alert. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. That, it's something when your own child's reminding you of things that are coming in. And uh, still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be coming in on Monday, so tomorrow. Tomorrow's Honey Baked Ham Day. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. I think we should, I think we should, we should uh, wrap Sounds this like one up. Sounds like a good up. place to stop. I think so. 